0: Hi there and welcome, I'm Rabbi Nahometh with the Las Vegas Coel. Growing up in the 60s in Great Britain, David Brailsford loved riding his bike. When he became a young adult, he decided he was going to become a professional cyclist. Early on in his career, he discovered that he just wasn't good enough to become a professional cyclist, so he decided he was going to do the next best thing. He'll coach professional cycling. Over the next few decades, he worked his way up through the ranks of British cycling. And in 2010, he was appointed the general manager, the head coach, of a new British cycling team, Team Sky. Team Sky had a declared goal that within five years, they were going to send one of their riders to the podium of the Tour de France. Within five years, one of their riders was going to win the Tour de France. Now, professional cycling is incredibly competitive. A goal of winning the Tour de France? That's ambitious. What strategies is Brailsford gonna come up with to turn a new team that really hasn't had any success? British cycling had never been successful. They had never sent anyone to the, win the, the Tour de France. They, there was never a cyclist nor a British team that had won the Tour. What's David Brailsford gonna come up with to send one of their riders to the top of the pack to win the Tour de France? There's an incredible story in the Talmud we know about the great hero, the great sage, Rabbi Akiva. One of the leaders of the Jewish people. He wasn't always that way. As a matter of fact, the Talmud tells us that as a young adult, Rabbi Akiva was unlearned, he was unscholarly, he had no interest in Torah, and he certainly had no leadership skills. Talmud tells us the story how one day he was walking on the way, and he noticed a little stream slowly dripping water on top of a rock. And he noticed that the rock had a hole in it. The water over time had slowly, drop by drop, penetrated a hole right through that rock. The Talmud tells us that Rabbi Akiva, in a moment of reflection, in a moment of inspiration, he reasoned to himself and he said, look, if something as delicate and as fragile as water can penetrate something as hard and as firm as a rock, certainly something that is so strong and mighty and powerful like the Torah will be able to penetrate my heart, which is so soft and fragile and delicate. And at that moment, Rabbi Akiva made a decision. He was going to become inspired. He was going to to start studying the Torah. And he was going to learn bit by bit a little bit more about his Judaism. And over time, over years, he became the great Rabbi Akiva, the great leader of the Jewish people. The great Rabbi Yisrael Salanter analyzes this passage of the Talmud. And he asks, what was it that Rabbi Akiva saw? What was it that gave Rabbi Akiva the inspiration to make that big change? Rabbi, Rabbi Salanter points out so brilliantly. He says, if you would stop the, that, dripping ro- that dripping water on that rock, stop it in a freeze frame and just look at one drop as it hit that rock. And you would say, has that drop of water made any difference? You would say, no. Because that one small, tiny drop of water, the, uh, the, the impact that it made on that rock in that one moment, it's completely imperceivable. It's, you cannot detect that that drop of water has made any, dro- any difference on that rock. But Rabbi Yisrael Salanter points out, what Rabbi Kiva noticed is, you're right, if you just look at that one moment, at that one drop, you'd say it did nothing. But what made that hole through that rock? Rabbi Salanthar says what Rabbi Akiva realized is, even though the one drop, it's imperceivable that it made any difference, it's the accumulation. If you, drop, if you drip a little bit of water for a long enough amount of time, it will make a difference. It will penetrate through that rock. One drop might not seem significant. You might not see any change. But over time, bit by bit, drop by drop, you can penetrate through something as, as hard and as strong as a rock. Rabbi Salanter points out, Rabbi Akiva was inspired so often in life, we try to make a difference, we try to improve, we try to become better people, but we don't see any change. We don't see any holes in any rock. And Rabbi Rabbi Salanter is pointing out that Rabbi Akiva took inspiration from the recognition that it's the accumulative effect. One drop might not appear to have done anything, but over time It does as evidenced by that hole right through that mighty rock that Rabbi Kiva saw. And what that means is that each drop, although it's imperceivable, it actually is making a difference. Every drop, it's so small and it seems so insignificant, but something is happening and I could prove it to you. There is that, ma- that hole through that rock over time. It's the cumulative effect. That's what Rabbi Akiva was inspired by. He realized, although studying Torah, maybe one day I might not see a difference, but if I study bit by bit, day by day, just a little bit, drop by drop, it will make a difference. Which means that every moment really does count. Every little bit of Torah study, every little bit of self-improvement, it really is making a difference. That's an incredibly remarkable idea. Drop by drop, bit by bit, bit, we can make big differences. David Brailsford was faced with an impossible challenge. How am I going to go ahead and turn a new cycling team into a world-class team and send someone to to the podium at the Tour de France and win the Tour de France in five years? Brailsford had an interesting idea. He decided we're not going to look at the big picture. We're going to look at the small picture. And he developed a strategy called marginal gains. The idea was he wasn't going to try to revolutionize and completely change how his cycling team, his new cycling team, was going to perform. Rather, he looked for marginal gains. He looked for different areas within the the team, how we can improve just 1%. We're not trying to improve 50% or double our productivity. I'm going to try to improve 1%. And he said, if we can identify six, seven, eight areas where we can try to improve our performance, just one percent, maybe that'll make a difference. So they started looking at how the team performed in wind cycling the, in the wind tunnels, and they looked for how the head uh, positioning of the riders, if they can just adjust it just a little bit, not making a huge difference in a, in a rider's positioning or stance, but if we could just alter it just a little bit by using, you know, wind tunnel data, and they realized if we can just improve a rider's output power by 1%, let's see if we can do that. And they looked at different strategies within cyclists, positioning but they went beyond just the simple metrics of actual output of cycling they looked at health they actually brought in surgeons and physicians because and, one of the things in cycling is you got to be in good health you don't want any of your riders to get sick so they spent a little bit of extra time learning how to properly wash their hands this was back in 2010 when proper hand hygiene wasn't so popular and they learned and they practiced just one percent how can we be a little bit better washing our hands they realized Riders, they, they, day after day, they put in so many hours and miles on the bike, it gets exhausting. And if you think about it, on these long competitive rides, every day they're in a new hotel. They realize, wouldn't it be great if the riders can feel that every day they're sleeping in their same bed? So they had a simple idea. They had a truck, and each rider had their own mattress. And when they got, they had a a forward team. The day before they arrived at a new city, they would change out the hotels that they would be staying in. They would flip over their mattresses, and each rider would get their own mattress and their own pillow and own blanket that they were used to so that they have a little bit of a better night's sleep. They would make sure that the, the, the hotel rooms were vacuumed and they would change out the shower heads just to make sure again, the health was a little bit better. They realized the performance of their bikes, a little bit of dirt can make make it can make, get a little bit of grime in a, in a bike, it won't perform quite as well. So they realized, you know what? If we paint the inside of the trucks that carry our bikes, if we paint the inside of the trucks white, we'll be able to see where there's accumulation of dirt inside those trucks and that will keep our bikes just a little bit cleaner. David Brailsford pointed out, he said, does 1% gains, does marginal gains, is that spell the difference between success and failure? Is painting the inside of trucks white, is that going to win you the Tour de France? Probably not. But if you can identify slowly but surely different areas of improvement and just slight improvements, the accumulative effect That could win the Tour de France. And remember how they had that stated goal of winning the Tour de France in five years? They didn't win the Tour de France in five years. They won it in two years, and then again in three years, and then again in four years. They've won the Tour de France seven times in the last 10 years. David Brailsford attributes it to marginal gains. Celebrate those minor victories, those small improvements, they can make vast differences in our lives. It doesn't just apply to cycling, it applies to all areas of our lives. Relationships, personal growth, financial success, Let's not try to change the world necessarily. Let's not try to look all the time at the big picture. How can we make a big difference? Let's look at small things. What areas in our lives can we improve just a little bit? Marginal gains, 1%. If we take a little bit of time to focus on those little victories, day by day, drop by drop, just like Rabbi Akiva, they don't feel like they're making a difference. But if we stack them together accumulatively, we could win the Tour de France, we could become giants like Rabbi Akiva, and we can become incredibly successful people. Let's celebrate the marginal gains. Let's celebrate those 1% differences and improvements in our lives. They don't, they don't seem like big deals, but over time, they could change the world.